Welcome to Muse Views, the podcast for the Muse community about the Muse community. Muse is a nonprofit education networking group for users of the Meditech electronic health record system. Here on our podcast, we chat with healthcare IT folks about ideas, opportunities, strategies, and solutions to improve work life experiences and share views you can use. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, TJ Temple. Thank you for joining us today. Today in the podcast, I'm pleased to welcome another guest from Meditech. Joining us today is Helen Waters. As Executive Vice President and COO at Meditech, Helen plays a pivotal role in defining Meditech's strategic direction, setting operational priorities, and overall communication strategies. She's at the forefront of ongoing customer engagement, product direction, and business partnerships, and executive oversight within the company. Many of the listeners have had the joy of experiencing one of the keynote addresses Helen has given at Muse events over the past few years. It's clear Helen is passionate about using her technology to transform healthcare to have a positive impact on clinicians, patients, and communities at large. Join me as I visit with Helen and learn more about what exciting things are going on at Meditech. Helen, welcome to the podcast. TJ, it's great to be with you. Thank you for that kind opening. Uh, Always enjoy communicating with the Muse group as a whole and the individual customers that make up the success of Muse and Meditech. So it's great to be with you. Well, I know it's a busy time for you, and we certainly appreciate you taking time. So Helen, how, how exactly how long have you been with Meditech now? Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this more powerfully than <laughs> saying 32 years into my 33rd year. I came in June of 1990 to Meditech, which is really hard to believe. Wow. Well, Meditech kind of has a reputation for, you know, long-standing and dedicated employees, especially in the leadership positions. Speak to us a little bit about, you know, what do you think it is at the, with the culture at Meditech or, or just the environment there that kind of keeps around that high levels of satisfaction and employee longevity? Yeah, that's a great question. We get asked that a lot because it's been characteristic of our company for a long time. I think it's, it's a multitude of factors. First off, it was a deep connection to the mission of Meditech, which is to deliver high quality, advanced technology to all facilities, right? So we had a passion in particular for community-based healthcare, rural healthcare, and obviously the larger systems as well. But we were deeply personally connected to the customers that we worked with, to the success that we saw them achieve, to the fact that we as individuals all consume healthcare. So it's a personal connection realizing that there are new ways and opportunities to improve technology, to enable it to be smarter and more helpful in clinical decision-making, to make it efficient for organizational success and financial success as well. So I think it was all of those things, in addition to the fact that we work with some wonderful people here that have become part of an extended family, a big part in many aspects of our lives, and we just connected together. And I think that community served Meditech and the industry really well over these decades. Yeah, very cool. Well, congratulations on your 33 years, and we hope for uh, many more. So, thank you. <laughs> so let's uh, let's jump right into this with a discussion about Meditech Circle. So, uh, Meditech sure. Circle to me is kind of basically the communication venue for customers to Meditech. So many of us are used to the the old ticketing system or the old communication method that seems to re- seems to have been around what seems like forever to me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. talk to us a little bit about the strategic initiative that led you moving to Circle and what the long-term goal is for that tool. Sure. So Meditech Circle, uh, just an enormous endeavor on the part of many people within the company who are engaging with customers all the time. It most definitely represents a transition off of the AMS task-based system, which we're all familiar with and, and knew and loved to a degree. 
It was the technology that had served us well for many decades. However, we saw an opportunity to really modernize the backbone of the company in terms of having a really more integrated and deeper customer relationship management system, looking at all aspects of obviously the ticket, which are now called cases, but also having the ability to leverage the platform and technology to build out better and stronger educational and optimization opportunities to connect customers over time into communities so that we could leverage each other's knowledge, share more openly and easily, I think, than the previous technology enabled. Mm -hmm. We believe it will bring great efficiency to the company in terms of the speed with which our staff members can work and can know quickly um, where a customer is at and what's happening for them. It connects the backbone of all of Meditech together with the customer. So we're no longer fragmented in different systems, whether you're dealing with your frontline field customer representatives from the sales and marketing side mm -hmm. or the backend technology update team, our programmers, and certainly obviously the important work of our application consultants every day in servicing customers. Right. So it was a good investment on our part. It's not without challenge and endeavor to make sure that we all transition effectively, but we saw a great promise here. Great. Yeah, I'm working with the site now and, and went through the transition. And, um, you know, um, it's it's getting easier by the day. And I'm seeing some neat features that um, that I think are going to be really good for the long term. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. Sure. So let's uh, shift gears a little bit and talk about some recent and uh, upcoming events. You all hosted a virtual winter showcase in February where you displayed lots of new initiatives and industry trends were discussed and shared with customers. I felt it was a pretty uh, interesting way how that was presented. So what kind of feedback did you get for that event? And is this something you're going to kind of move forward with in the future? Yeah, I think we're trying to leverage the new world that we're all in in a post-pandemic era, which is one that is highly more comfortable in the hybrid space. And so we desire, seek to reach as many customers as we can, as frequently as we can without overdoing it, and to leverage the virtual element to expound on lots of information, important information about our industry initiatives, customer testimonials. I think the Winter Showcase had in excess of about 300 people present. We talked about HCA's decision to move forward in their digital transformation process with Meditech. We talked a lot about our Google Health work and why we're doing that and what we're doing. And we clearly covered other important topics around interoperability, modernization of expectation on the patient experience and journey, as well as, of course, the direction that we're going with mobile apps and our commitment to the efficiency and the mobile factor for both nurses and doctors. So we were pleased with that. I think you'll continue to see us move forward in the sense of um, taking advantage of both in-person and digital uh, virtual events whenever we can. Yeah, Information yeah. flowing to the base is so important, and us obviously having an opportunity to get feedback is critical. We heard great things about the agenda and the content from the Winter Showcase. It was positively received. Um, next up, we'll be at Vive in, in Nashville in just a couple of weeks, mm -hmm. um, both exhibiting and attending uh, with a rather large group just to make sure we're pulsing with the industry around the many innovations that are out there, but also reaching new prospective organizations that are assessing EHRs. Um, we'll be on stage with an interview with Sam Hazen, who's the CEO of HCA, to talk about their strategic decision mm -hmm to transform care across this nation and the UK facilities with the Expanse platform. We will also be at HIMSS this year 
And then we'll be proceeding into the fall for another live event here at Meditech um, for our leadership teams that is cross-functional, the C-suite, as well as the clinicians coming together to talk about the patient integration care journey and how we can best support all of that. So, um, yeah, we have a lot on the plate. And of course, in the June timeframe, the most important of all is our ability to participate with Muse in the national meeting, right? In our ability to bring a team and be present to celebrate the 40th anniversary of Muse, which is a big milestone and one that we're most grateful for. So we'll be present there in force as well. So there's lots coming up uh, for both in-person awesome. and virtual. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And we'll put a, uh, a link to the show notes in case some folks didn't get to actually see the winter showcase live. You know, all those sessions are recorded and and it's very valuable to, to watch after the fact too. So we'll make sure that a link is out there for that. That's great. Yeah. So you talked about Muse and the 40th anniversary coming up June 7th through 11th in Denver. So we're, we're all excited about that. And, you know, obviously the Muse conference is a little bit different than, than other conferences for, for Meditech because everyone at the Muse conference is a Meditech customer, right? <laughs> you're not necessarily Absolutely. soliciting business or, or trying to gain new customers. You're there to, to support the customers you have. So tell us how Meditech's involvement with Muse and participating in Muse events has impacted your customer relations and maybe even shaped some of your strategic vision. You know, I have said for so many years to so many people, TJ, that Meditech is where we are and has been successful as we have been because of our customers. They have fueled our desire to become even a better partner, delivering even a stronger offering. And I think our engagement with Muse over the years is an excellent illustration of both the longevity in our base, but also the deep partnership um, and loyalty that exists between us or amongst us. This is something often that outsiders will reference to me from class to industry consultants who say, you know, the, the way in which you engage with your base and the mutual respect and admiration that you have for them and them for you is quite unique in the industry. So we're proud of that. Yeah. I believe yeah. Muse helped to nurture much of that in its earlier days in founding when, when they were participating really at a deep level of what was going to be the next set of enhancements to the elevation of our uh, engagement with Muse and and the industry as a whole on what needs to come next. What should our strategic initiatives look like? How important will they be to our customers and how relevant will those initiatives make us in the marketplace? So I always say customers, they expect, and appropriately so, a high degree of responsiveness from Meditech in terms of their current issues and concerns, but they also expect a high degree of energy and enthusiasm out in the marketplace for the things that we're doing that bring new customers into the fold. So we've worked really hard to keep both of those things in balance. Um, I don't think we could be any more grateful for the customers that we have, for the conversations that we're fortunate enough to enjoy both at that meeting, but also throughout the year from people who genuinely care and, and expect us to be avid listeners to what they're thinking we should be focused on and making sure we provide an outstanding customer experience. Yeah. Well, that's great. And we're very excited to have you involved. It's It's been interesting. I've been doing a series of kind of celebrating 40 years of Muse and talking to some of the founding members and, and people that have been involved in Muse for, for many years. And, and it was interesting, um, kind of the very first impromptu meeting, Meditech had a presence at that meeting as well. So the value of that uh, feedback from customers and that peer interaction has, has gone on for many, many years. So and we're glad to see it continue. Absolutely. It's an important part of, of the fabric of this company and its history and its future. Yeah. Well, great. Well, uh, again, the dates for that conference are June 7th through 11th. 
And um, it's that new Denver location, which is a first for Muse. And it's a Gaylord still, but it's it's centrally located. And we hope that the attendance will be kind of through the roof, not only to celebrate 40 years, but that nice new location centrally located. So I'm excited for that conference very much. Yeah, as you should be. Yeah. So Helen, uh, obviously AI is a, a topic that's you know on every uh, headline and every blog and everybody's talking about. So I, I thought it might be kind of fun to have an AI tool such as ChatGPT write a question for AI as it relates to uh, EHRs. So, so that's what mm-hmm. I did. And here's what the uh, AI came up with. As the healthcare industry continues to evolve, I'm curious to know how your EHR vendor company plans to incorporate AI into your product in the coming years. Could you share some insights on how AI will enhance your current EHR product and what new features and functionalities we can expect to see? Sure. I mean, I think it's a great topic. It's timely. It's relevant. As you point out, it's being discussed in healthcare, but across uh, the consumer world and the coding space, it's, it's a very active topic today and appropriately so. You know, our journey forward um, with the electronic health record and building in sophisticated elements to it has taken us already down the path of surveillance and toolkits and the ability to really leverage the vast amount of information that exists in the database to make better informed decisions, to aggregate information, to be more predictive on what could happen. So the definition of AI is is somewhat, I think, blurred, as is often the case when a new technology comes of age in any industry. There are different levels of it. I see people loosely using the term when they're talking about existing functionality. I think for us, we'll continue to focus on delivering very strong, advanced tools to leverage the data set that exists in the platform. Mm -hmm. But I do believe, as does the company overall, that the future uh, use cases for this technology, as it works through its kinks and its imperfections, will be powerful for healthcare. One would argue that the work we're doing with genomics is another step towards making sure that we're taking all of the information holistically on a person and trying to apply good decision-making to enable the clinician. We won't be deciding for the clinician. AI and ML will never take the front replacement of an actual individual who's making that important decision. But if we can make it more informed and we can continue to leverage with new algorithms and tools, we see a lot of promise in the future of healthcare based on artificial intelligence and better machine learning algorithms. Yeah. Well, th- thanks for sharing that. It is interesting that you say that's kind of misused and uh, some of the standard functionality sets are, are considered AI and that sort of thing. And I'm sure you guys are seeing just leaps and bounds of data analytics and integration now that you have customers that have, you know, both your ambulatory tool and your acute tool and maybe your home care tool and your oncology tool and basically the entire organization under one Meditech platform or even your mass customers where it's, you know, truly under one, even the same server set in that case. So are you seeing these things just, you know, the the reporting capabilities and an ability to mine the data for these customers that have adopted Meditech as a whole uh, increase? Very much so. I think it's actually a great question because we've seen, we we had announced and delivered uh, original versions of business and clinical analytics years ago. We announced and delivered pop health tools as well that allowed us to aggregate all of the clinical information with the claims information. But we're seeing an explosion uh, today of use for that data, for those tools, because of the migration, I think, overall towards value-based care to the desire to be able to leverage from a clinical perspective what we know about an individual based on their treatment in a hospital, as you point out, or physician office, uh, home care, but also their their personal life, right? 
Clinicians are often interested in chronic condition management and what happens when the individual is not in front of them. So the ability to integrate personal information and at-home monitoring capabilities into the system has been critical. And then meaningfully presenting that through analytics tools and data sets that really tell a story about the person, but also the population of people um, that we're studying, that we're looking to make better, that we're looking to be more proactive in their care delivery. I think that's happening amongst our base today for the data set within their organizations. And I think the future of large-scale data set aggregation is what excites us, you know, in terms of leveraging now what is probably two decades of full electronic health records into meaningful information that help us keep patients healthier and happier in their lives. And how do we do that successfully and safely? That's going to be the future state of analytics. But yes, we've seen a major adoption today in the tool set and the use of those tools. That's great. That's great. I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of that in the future. Thanks for sharing. So Helen, thanks so much for your time today. And as we wrap up, I always kind of like to ask the guests uh, something you're enjoying in your downtime, which I'm sure there's not much of that, but either personally, professionally, that kind of helps you maybe recharge or unwind. Anything you'd like to share? Well, um, so I enjoy downtime without question. I'm fortunate uh, to have two daughters and, and a great husband and partner in my life. Uh, we do a bit of traveling. So we have a great trip coming up in, in June, actually, just after Muse for a family wedding in Italy. So we've done a lot of planning around that and, uh, and a graduation for my youngest from college. And so reading, walking, and being with friends and family are things I enjoy most, to be honest with you, that allow me to be myself outside of technology or healthcare. <laughs> and, and that's still a fun thing for me to do. Yeah. So lots of different ways to unwind. And yeah. I try to take advantage of all of them. <laughs> well, that sounds like a, like a great trip. And, and congratulations to your daughter on her graduation. That's exciting. Thank you. Yeah, I think she's happy. Hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, thank you so much for taking time to visit with us today and, and all of your participation in Muse over these years. It's always great to uh, to see Meditech take an active role in Muse, and it's always great to talk to someone from Meditech leadership. So thanks again for your time. Our pleasure. Thank you for the partnership that Muse has given to our company for many, many years. And it's always great to talk to you, TJ. All right. Thanks so much. Take care. Thanks for listening to Muse Views. Don't forget to rate and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcast fix. And visit museweb.org to join the podcast forum and for information about Muse.